Hi, my name is Ray Schneider, and you're listening to the Rarely Right Podcast. Now, where the Rarely Right Podcast name came from is that it's not about being right or being perfect in life. In fact, we're rarely right, but it's about being an active participant in our own stories, taking back the pen that somebody else took from us and beginning to craft our story in a way that creates positive energy and momentum forward. Now, I've been a counselor for the last eight years, and one of the greatest joys in my life is when I've been able to watch one of my clients have a breakthrough, when I've been able to see the light click on for them, and they realize, oh, I can do this because I'm already doing it. Welcome. Someone lied to you. Somewhere in your past maybe recently, maybe way back into your childhood, maybe multiple times. But they lied to you when they told you you were not enough, when you would not amount to anything, when you wouldn't be the captain of the football team, when you would never be fast enough to run on the track team, when you were not smart enough, you were not tall enough, you were too heavy, you were too much, you were too emotional, you got too attached. Someone lied to you. They stole the pen from you and recreated your narrative. Shame on them. Shame on them. We cannot control other people. It is one of the greatest frustrations we all face. The inability to control somebody else. What we don't realize is when we allow those negative narratives to play over and over and over in our minds, they become our life mantras. And because that's the narrative that we're playing in our head over and over and over again, something absolutely terrible happens. We believe them. And not only do we believe them, we begin to live out that narrative. We begin to believe we aren't enough. We begin to believe we can't accomplish our dreams. We begin to believe that the ceiling that we're trying to break is now suffocating us because someone told us that and we took it as truth. Now, we can't control what happens around us but we can control our response to it. And today, what I want to talk about is changing the negative mantras that happen consciously and subconsciously in our every single day existence and begin to transform them with positive mantras. This is not something easy. It sounds easy. It sounds simple. Almost At times, it sounds silly, but it's not. Because over and over again, those wounds, those scars, they come up. And we have such a hard time fighting them if we are not prepared. You have to build that muscle over time. If you think about, you know, any athlete of any kind, runner, boxer, cheerleader, basketball player, football player, rugby player, soccer player, if you think of any athlete, 
How they build muscle is not staying consistently the same, but flexing, pushing themselves to the limits, and then resting. You will not grow leg muscle or arm muscle if you're constantly just staying at average, never pushing yourself outside of your boundaries. You have to push out of those boundaries and flex those muscles and feel the tension, feel the slight uncomfortableness of that stretch, and then go back and reset, go back and rest, go back and recover before you'll actually begin to build muscle. Well, our positivity, the spirituality inside of us that creates that mantra is a muscle too. We have to push ourselves outside of the comfort zone and push ourselves to change those narratives, to not just say, well, it's just a small thing. It's absolutely okay. Because negative, even the smallest narratives begin to add up. They can take up chapters in our day, our week, or our lives. So we have to be willing to flex that muscle as well and begin to create a pattern so that it becomes a muscle reflex, just like it becomes a muscle reflex to hit that free throw, to score that goal. It becomes a muscle reflex to change that narrative, to become positive in our lives. I don't know if if you know this, but there's a reason that there's a chorus in every song. You know, you, you listen to the song and that catchy part that you always get first before you get the verses, right? You listen to a new song that you love and every time that note hits, you can sing the chorus. But the verses are a little fuzzy for a little while. There's a reason for that. You might not know this, but the, strong, the song structure, right? So the, the verse, chorus, verse was actually built by the Christian church. And the reason for that is actually this really beautiful, sacred thing. It's because what they wanted to create was your ability to respond outside of trying to remember the words, outside of trying to read the notes if you're, if you're a music major. What they wanted was for you to go past the, the muscle necessary to read the words and go into a spiritual place of feeling them. So you could sing those words over and over again and you would go outside of yourself, that you could let yourself go and be present in a feeling, be present in a moment. How beautiful is that? And that has structured how we look and listen and experience music today. And just like a chorus is supposed to be able to pull you beyond the words and into an experience, into a moment, into a connection. That's what a positive mantra can do as well. To be able to help you create that muscle that fights the negativity. Now, I don't know what your challenge is. I don't know if you're frustrated when you look in the mirror at your weight. I don't know if you're frustrated when you look at your career path and where you're stuck. I don't know if you're frustrated with how you're parenting. I don't know if you're frustrated about your love life. I don't know if you're frustrated about the relationships you're building or maybe losing. I don't know if maybe you're frustrated because you don't know who you are. But I'm going to give you a piece of advice that has quite literally changed my life. And that is three words can change three years. 
Three words can change three years. Now, why am I telling you this and what the heck does that mean? A mantra should never be more than three words in the beginning of you trying to create a muscle memory. Later on, it can be longer. You've stretched and you've built that muscle up, but we don't want to tear it. We want to be careful with it and we want to be thoughtful with it. Now, one of the things that I'm going to share with you here is my biggest struggle. My biggest struggle is that when things go wrong or people are just being silly or I'm stuck in traffic or you know, people just aren't getting what I'm getting as quickly as I'm getting it, I become impatient. I become impatient. I am so embarrassed by how impatient I get. And I do try very hard to make sure that the outside world doesn't see it, but my inside world does. My inside world knows how impatient I can get and it embarrasses the living heck out of me. I I talk shamefully to myself all the time. I belittle myself all the time because of how embarrassed I am by that. But I have been able to fight it. I have been able to get out of my head because what happens is I'll get impatient. I'll get mad at myself, which is again, being impatient. And then I'll be more impatient. I'll get even more frustrated with myself. And I go down this really bad path that it takes a long time to get me back out of right? It could take me 10, 20, 30 minutes, maybe an hour where I have to walk away, not because of anyone else's fault, but mine, because I let myself go down there and I was impatient to begin with. And so I had to come up with my own mantra. Now, my own mantra is actually from a a verse that I love so much and has meant so much to me as a very hyperactive human. And my mantra when I'm being impatient is be still. Now, you need to pick a mantra that makes sense for you. You need to pick a mantra that's going to help you know exactly how you're supposed to feel and call yourself out. So I can't, I can't make that mantra up for you without knowing your story. I'd love to learn it sometime. I'd love to help you do that. But tonight, I want you to think about what is it that you're struggling with and what change can we make simply by inserting positivity into that negative space? So for me, it's be still. It's to remind myself, it's okay if it takes five more minutes in traffic. It's okay if that person takes two more minutes to understand something you already understood. It's okay if someone else wants to do something you don't want to do. It's okay. Be still. Take a breath. Because that breath can change your heart rate. That breath can help clear your head. And that breath can save you from saying something stupid or being insensitive or being a jerk. So I have to tell myself, be still. Sometimes I have to do it over and over again. But when I do that, because I've done it so often, when I say be still, I don't hear be still. When I say be still, I physically feel my body calm down. I physically feel my shoulders react because it's become my own chorus. It's become my mantra, my positivity. And I'm able to insert it in places where frustration is high. Now, I do this at, in my personal life, but I very much do this at work. I, I work in a very high-stress environment a lot of the time. There's downtime. 
you know, but a lot of the time it's really, really high stress. And I never want to be someone who's leading by negative example. I never want to be someone who's not trying, who's not giving 100%, who's not coming up and giving their all every time. And so when things get really stressful, when I disagree with things that people are saying, I don't want to act out. That's not how you get things done. That's not how you lead. So I tell myself, be still. I relax my shoulders. I take a deep breath. I hear that side of the story. And then I respond to it as logically and as thoughtfully as I possibly can. I've had people tell me that things don't rattle me. What's funny is they don't rattle me because I have a mantra that's holding me still and allowing me to take a moment because otherwise I would be rattled. Someone lied to you in your life. Maybe multiple people did. And you can't change that. But you can change your response to it now. And being able to insert in an insecurity, in a wound that you carry, in a scar that's healed, but once in a while, you know, itches with a reminder, that doesn't change overnight. There is no magic pill. There is no fad diet that's going to fix this. But we can build muscle memory. We can begin to think about ways to counteract that. And if you're not sure how to get started, that's okay. You don't have to be right all the time. Ask for help. Think about it with a friend, a family member. Reach out to a life coach. Figure out a way to start fighting that with the right language. Because I, what I don't want you to do, what I don't want you to do is to hear in your head, well, I'm not pretty enough or I'm not thin enough. And your mantra be lose weight. That's not positive. That's not positive. If those are some of the things that you're fighting with, what I want your mantra to be until you find one for yourself, if you don't like this one, is I am enough. I want you to say it over and over again until it is not words but is a feeling because I don't care who you are I don't care what you've done I don't care where you come from I don't care how broken you've been or how broken you've made others you as a being as a human are enough and we have to start there We have to know that because air is coming in and out of our mouths and there's a heart beating in our chest and there is an energy of wanting to be something, to be more, you are enough. And that's what I want your mantra to be until you figure something else out or keep it. I love that mantra. I use that mantra too when my insecurities come up. I am enough. 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 I want you to say it until you feel it racing in your heart. And I want you to really, truly begin to consume it. I am enough. I am enough. Negativity does not go away because we wish it to. I don't care who tells you all you need to do is not be negative because that's not a fix. That's a sorry excuse of advice. It's not real. The only way to fight a negative narrative is to create a new one. You can't possibly get rattled at work or in your personal life or in whatever sport you are and just change it by saying, oh, okay, and just going with it. 
you have to be able to counter it. Find your mantra. Maybe, maybe you're fighting against yourself. Maybe yourself is the person who lied to you when you said, you can't ever do that. You're from this hodunk town. You didn't even go to college. You can't possibly do that. You can't possibly succeed. And maybe your mantra needs to be, I am more. I am more than I give myself credit for. I am more than my upbringing. I am more than the education that I received. I am more. I am more. I am more. But any of these mantras that you pick have to be a positive energy forward, countering this negative narrative that's not helpful. Telling ourselves we're not enough, telling ourselves we're overweight, telling ourselves we're not smart enough, telling ourselves we're not pretty enough, telling ourselves that we're never going to succeed only puts us in a tailspin. That's not motivation. That's deflation, deflation of spirit, deflation of confidence, of self-worth. You're enough. Now start there. A chorus is meant to be felt, for it to be an experience outside of just reading words. A mantra is meant to be felt. It doesn't need to be a fancy phrase, and you never need to share it if you don't want to. It is for you, and it is to provoke a positive feeling forward. And after that, there's a whole lot of things you can do after that. There's so many things that you can do. You can begin to evaluate one piece of your life at a time and take control, but you have to build a new muscle. You have to build the muscle that's going to counter what you've been, what you've been flexing on top of that. You need to be able to counter, need to be able to change the pace and you can. I know that maybe this sounds too simple. Maybe it sounds too good to be true. Maybe it sounds easy. And I need to break a bubble that I wish I didn't have to break. And that is what I'm telling you, the advice I'm giving you, the challenge I'm putting in front of you is not easy. It is complicated and it is hard. You're going to have to flex your muscles in a way that you haven't before because you haven't been using this positive energy. You're going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to be tough but it's going to be worth it. You are more than the narratives you're giving yourself and accepting as truth from other people. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be worth it. Challenge yourself to do this over and over again because there will come a time where it will begin to actually change how your brain is functioning and taking in information because it's no longer going to be something you have to say every day. It's going to be something you're living. Start with one. Maybe you have multiple. I have multiple. I only shared one with you. I only shared one with you tonight. I am far from perfect. I have a lot of angst. I have a lot of pain. I have a lot of human emotions. I'm sure you do too. Do not try to fight them all in one day. (laughs) Take one mantra and begin to fight the negative narrative that's affecting you right now. And do it over and over again. It's going to stretch you. It's going to hurt a little, but you're going to get stronger. And you're worth it. 
Mantras are not for the faint at heart. They're for those who see themselves and know themselves and know that they can be more because they deserve to be more because this is their story. This is their life. Reach out to someone if you need help figuring this out. Reach out to me if you need help figuring this out. You are enough. You are more. Be willing to be still and create your own positive change. So thanks so much for listening to the the podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this week, uh, something that's really special to me and something that I'm going to be building on. Um, That's just one little piece of a much larger puzzle when it comes to focusing on ourselves, on me. We forget it and we neglect it way too much and we spread ourselves thin and we're never, ever satisfied and we're never, ever feeling fulfilled because we don't focus on ourselves and create the right energy for ourselves. There is a difference between being really good at time management and getting as much in in his day as you can and time managing well. So why am I telling you all of this? Why am I adding an extra uh, snippet at the end of the podcast? Well, it's because I have started a personal development practice. It's a life coaching practice that I'm going to be you know, accepting clients in and working with them to help them live their best possible life, um, the best version of themselves. But it's also because with this practice, I'm going to be running some webinars, some group, larger group discussions um, where I'll be sharing out information um, around a certain topic. And the first one is going to be called me, M-E, my experience, my expectations, my existence. So I'll keep you guys up to date on that, but wanted to let you know that it's, it's coming down the pipe. And last but not least, uh, a newsletter is going to start coming out on Monday. It's not going to be every week. It'll probably be every other week. But the first one with a lot of cool information is coming out this Monday. So if you'd like to be on that newsletter, I would really love for you to be on it. Um, you need to contact me with your email. You can either get on my new website for my uh, personal development practice, which is called Revision. The website is revisionwithrae.com. You can go there and you can subscribe on the page. You can go to Instagram and you can message me your email. You can go to Facebook. uh, Ray Schneider is my Facebook page. And you can message me your email. There's multiple ways to find me um, to let us know that you want to be on that um, subscription. Please do it. You can also, uh, last but not least, email me at rarelywriteray at gmail.com. All you got to do is send me your email address and you'll be on that newsletter. Uh, Really excited about it. Okay. Have a great day.